the Mark West Sports Podcast. Yeah, man. What's good, kid? Yeah, I've been, I've been vibing, man. I know you've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah, it's good to be back, though, man. Good to be back. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Started off. Uh, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin here with my guy, Wesley Pierre, giving you that real sports talk from Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County, but more importantly, CanesCounty.com for all your exclusive news regarding the Miami Hurricanes athletics. Mm-hmm. So, um, bruh, I, I've been kind of out of touch with Dolphins news. I've been seeing, like, every now and again, I'll see something pop up on my phone. But I pretty much need you to catch me up on what's going on. You know, here's what I, do know. I do know hmm. we got the young boy Jalen Ramsey. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know that uh, Jeff Wilson resigned. And yes, yes. he signed Mike White, the the quarterback of the Jets, mm-hmm. as backup. Which you know, those 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 are the only news tidbits I know. So those are the main news. It is, and tell me how you feel. Oh man, you're absolutely right. I mean, you've been covering the Kings, but it, it looked like you've been on track. You look <laughs> like you've been on track, and you had your notifications on. Yep. And I had my notifications on, and I couldn't believe. That Chris Greer, the guy that we've just been like, yo, he's probably going to be gone. What the hell is this guy doing? Iggy, you picking this guy. He barely can be on the field. And he just give me an early Christmas present. My <laughs> birthday is in July. And we're only in March. And you don't give me Jalen Ramsey. You don't give me Patrick White. <sighs> You don't, you don't, you know, solidified. Yo, my white. I'm saying Patrick White. Mike White. (laughs) From from Broward County, matter of fact. You feel me? Welcome home party for my dog. You feel me? You know, if you want the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Heat, the Canes, you my dog. And my (laughs) daughter came back to the crib, you know, didn't know too much about him, you know, but when he did sign, matter of fact, before he actually signed, you know, I heard on 560, I was hearing him and 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 um, the commentators speak on, you know, you know, everything that kind of was happening in New York, which is always a good thing when there's dysfunction against your rival. Um, you know, he was kind of, you know, he was not throwing, you know, that that quarterback first round pick under the bus. But, you know, he wasn't, you know, praising him either. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just kept it kind of, you know, um, bland and, you know, let us um have our own thoughts on that guy but you know for a few days later to see that he signed i'm like yes i'm like teddy you're gone you know it's over for you (laughs) (laughs) we kind of figured that before we were saying it's over for um teddy we don't know why he uh well you kind of had a a a little bit more of a relationship with him you know um as far as seeing him in games you know um and certain things like that See Mike, huh? Mike White. I see Mike White too. Out of U school, baby. Out of U school, you know, university school at Nova. I I seen him play, and I was rooting for him when he was at, you know, Western Kentucky. He was lighting it up over there. So yeah, man, it's just replacing one 
Canes County person to with another Canes County person, you know? Perfect. So, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and like what you said, Jalen Ramsey, man, someone that, you know, um, when he was coming out, he was something, um, somebody that, you know, regular fans like myself, you know, um, you know how we are when we, when it comes to the draft, we be outlandish certain things that, you know, is not going to happen. You like, I wish it happens for your team. And, and Jalen Ramsey was one of those guys that like, yo, can we get Jalen Ramsey, you know? And, and even though that was not a need at that particular time for us to get this guy for a third round pick and a tight end, somebody that never even see the field. If you do see the field, from my understanding, he only caught one ball. So we don't know the guy. And we, we get him for a third-round pick? I'm like, how did that even make sense? Because a few weeks ago, See, we had no money. See, that that's news to me because I don't I don't know the details or nothing. So that's news to me. So it's a third-round pick we gave up? Yeah, they gave up a third-round pick. <laughs> like, he basically fleeced the Rams. You know, I mean, he's the shepherd, dare the ram. He fleeced him <laughs> into a <laughs> what <you> did there. <laughs> Okay, fleeced them into to, to giving us that that actual um caliber of a player, and and we gave up a tight end. You said, yeah, for a tight end, Hunter Long, Hunter. No, no, was it Hunter Long? We gave up a, a tight end. Yeah, we gave up a, a tight end. I think his name Con, um Connor something Connor Hunt. Some, Connor Hunt somebody again, a nobody. Never, we we're, we're, we're fans. Played, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't never play because I ain't never heard of no Connor Hunt or Long or whatever. Ex ex exactly, exactly. You know, and uh, for us to go ahead and get him, you know, um, we, we have a few people that restructured their contract and Armstead restructured their contract. Nick Chubb restructured his contract to free up some some cap room so we could go ahead and get this. Because when I was hearing this, I was like, damn, you know, notifications going crazy on my phone. I'm like, this is before the actual official trades. I'm like, you know, like, why are we doing this? Oh, oh, they're they're like, oh, this is for the upcoming draft. They're trying to free up um space for for um our draft that we do draft, and you know we could pay them and possibly get somebody or make some moves because you're like our team is good, and you know the Miami Dolphins really don't have too much to actually do in the off season because you know we're kind of solidified with our defense and our offense. We probably need to yeah. get um a few uh, tied in or somebody because, you know, got Mike Gusecki's not coming back for, for us to get that. I'm like, hold up, we don't freed up like 30 million in caps and we was yeah, able to yeah. get in? Spe speaking of um, our offense being solidified, I'm surprised you didn't lead with this one right here. This is the other, the other uh, notification I saw that we picked up the fifth year for Tua. We you did, know? we did, we did, but 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 like, come on, I don't need to lead with that because obviously we know that um the Miami Dolphins are all in on tour, and why not? Why not do it? We 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 see what they're doing to the Ravens. We see that you know who are we gonna get? Who are we gonna actually get if we didn't pick that up? It it, it made more sense for us to go ahead and pick him. Um 20 22 23 million dollars a year compared to um what they giving um that guy from New York your other team um 44 45 million a year like i mean oh oh, you know oh, that oh don't get me started on that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like first of all when 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 he was drafted i was mad 
I was so hot. I was actually with my boy and we were at the uh, stadium mm-hmm. for the Dolphins on um, draft party. And then I seen that the Giants took this guy, Daniel Jones. I was like, what the hell? Cursing. And now I cursed even more when I seen this. I was just like, are you serious? Yes. But it, but Danny fumbles, bro. Like if it's a nickname that's 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 synonymous with fumbling, then something's wrong for them. To, I think it was like sixty mil or something like that. It's crazy yeah. the, the deal that they gave this guy. Unbelievable, man. Like he is not the answer. But anyways, this this is the Mark West Sports Podcast. We ain't gonna keep talking about the Giants, but a terrible man. But yes, yeah, I agree I, with I, you. I kind of love that. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they picked up that option. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, I had to throw that in because I know that's your other team. Um, <laughs> he's truly a Dolphin fan all the way through, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. But, you know, we always – this is what happens when, when your team been garbage for the longest. You find a way to relieve some of the pain throughout the years by picking up another team. And my team, basically, I had no other team. My teams were always rooting for anybody that came from – down south in Miami, Florida. And, you know, that would particularly be Baltimore or, you know, Washington when Sean Taylor was there, rest in peace, and so on and so on. So, um, you know, when it ultimately comes down for me, you know, it's Miami all through and through. If you're from Miami, I may hate you, but if you played from down here, grew up down here, I want you to do good but lose against my team. But, um, But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, they picked up the option, but that's not new news. You know, um, they 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 know what I know. Um, and, and, and unfortunately for you, you have him for another um, few years right now. But also, we done got rid of the missing guy. Who are you? Byron Jones. Oh, Get yeah. that's, the that's hell up out of here. Kick rocks. We've been saying that. You yeah. needed to be gone for the longest You've been missing. And I love the way the Miami Dolphins did it when in regards to you. They did not throw you under the bus. They said it probably was a minor setback during the process of healing. You know, they've been trying the young coach to make him say something all year because he knew and the Dolphins really knew really what really was going on. And they didn't throw him under the bus. And for him to come out and Throw our medical staff under the bus again, unfortunately. First it's for Tua. Now it's for, matter of fact, first it was for Jarvis Landry. Then it's for Tua. Now it's Byron Jones throwing our team and medical staff under the bus. And I think there's an investigation going on regarding the whole Tua situation. You know, I'm not sure if they're still doing it or it's ongoing. But for him to actually go ahead and say that, that put a negative light on the Dolphins because the Dolphins and the the medical staff of the NFL was at at odds saying, you the one that made him go in. No, you the one that made him go in. And we're talking on the arm of the almighty tour. But for him to go ahead and say that, I mean, I knew he was gone. I mean, and when he was gone, I'm like, damn, what we going to do? And for us to make the big ass splash, a Dolphin splash, to go ahead and get Jalen Ramsey, somebody that's from the crib. You're not from Dade County, but you from the crib. You from South Florida. You went to FSU. I hated you when you played the Canes. But be got besides that, we knew that you were a top tier um, corner. We knew that you were 
eventually going to be one of these great corners just watching from, um, from down south and watching from South Florida, rooting against you yeah. when you play the University of Miami, but seeing how you be doing the hit sticks. You're somebody that loves to tackle, like K- um, Caleb Cahoo, another steal that Chris Greer done went ahead in May. And the, the, the gifts is keep on giving right now with Chris Greer, you know? I, I, for me, I don't know what we're going to do because I know Christian Wilkins. We do need to go ahead and sign him. So far, you've been signing everybody that's not from um you know your 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 um your your uh team basically people that you don't groom people that you don't drafted now yeah we got Jalen phillips his contract gonna be up soon christian wilkins we've been talking about he need to get his contract solidified or whatever and for him to not even make the pro bowl you know i think he had 100 tackles the last two years really they you haven't seen that as in the last, since 2002, 2003, for him to go ahead and get that, not get that, um, which it could be a good thing because if he got it, we probably will have to pay him more. <laughs> but if he didn't get that, then, you know, we don't have to pay him more. Same thing with Tua. If I think if he would have made a Pro Bowl, this this um, fifth-year option would have been more than the $22, 23000000 million that we're actually spending on him. Um, but, yeah, man, um, yeah. It's it's feeling good to be a Miami Dolphin fan, and and yeah. you you tell me go um what you think um um since um I told you what's happening with the Dolphin. Of course, you was already yeah, on. Man. Yeah. Uh. So Jalen Ramsey, he's actually not from South Florida or Florida. He's actually from Tennessee. He seems like really? he's from down here though. Talking <laughs> Which, shit the way he talks shit. Exactly. That's exactly what, what was going to be my point. It's like he he embodies Dade County and, and that swag and that you know, just, just talking crap to people that, 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 that bravado that he has, he's going to fit right in to South Florida. Um, he seems like he's from Dade County. I know I, I can see why it, it seemed like he's from down here. He went to Florida state and, you know, he, he balled out there, like he said, and he's been balling in his career so far. He's already, it, 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 it's crazy to even see this, but he's already six time pro bowler. Like Damn. that's that's a lot <laughs> for if we think we think that's I don't know, but it's it doesn't even seem like that long ago that he was at Florida State. But apparently yeah, it was in 2017. Yeah, so he's made the so he's made the Pro Bowl every year then. Except <laughs> for yeah, he's made the Pro Bowl every year, which is pretty pretty amazing for any corner to do. It's it's unreal to 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 think that we gave away just a third round pick for him. That that is unbelievable because now potentially we have the number one and possibly the number two corner in the game. Like this is this is back to the Patrick Sertan and and, and Sam Madison days, you know. Yes, to mm-hmm. have two corners like that, and this is going to be an extra uh, blitzing type of defense with with this new D coordinator. So it's basically. Everything that Flores was trying to have going on when he was here, that's that's what we're gonna have. And I mean, say what you want about Flores, but the defense was on point in, in his day. It was the offense that was trash. Um yeah, but but yeah, so if we could get a defense like that, where it's you know, we're blitzing and then you got lockdown corners on both sides, uh, and then Javon Holland, who's somebody who I've been singing praises a lot. You know, and then maybe you pick a couple of players out of the draft. I don't, it seemed like we don't even got any draft picks now. We gave away another one. So we probably got, I think, one second round pick. We don't have a third. 
Uh, I don't I don't even know what the order is for the rest, but you know, you just kind of pick up whatever you you can. I would think you would probably want to get an offensive lineman, just another one, just because we go through injury problems on that old line and Teron Armstead is 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 hurt a lot. So you want to you want a young guy in there that can replace him just in case he does get hurt or anybody else on that line. So so yeah, man, it's looking good for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, and then you signed you signed Jeff Wilson. So it seems like you're probably not going to sign Raheem Mostert, but that's okay. Um, you still got Ahmed. Ahmed when he comes in, he he he's he's legit. And um, and then you're already solidified at the wide receiver spots. You already know who who's already out there. I don't know if Sherfield is gonna be resigning or what his situation is, but at least you got Jalen Waddle and you got Tyreek Hill, man. Tyreek Hill, I know if you saw the video, Tyreek Hill over there running a 60 meter sprint. You know, just you know, showing everybody why he he's the cheetah and why we paid that bread for him. So so see, even Tyson agreeing we back there. <laughs> you know, he's like, Yeah, man, that dude is fast. And I know Tyson, that's why we got him. Um, that's why my that's why my guy West got his jersey on over there, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? So so yeah, I'm feeling good about the dolphins. Oh, man, I'm excited for the draft. The draft's already gonna be here in like a month, you know. Things things are moving in the right direction for the for the for the home team. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and they picked up a linebacker from Tennessee, too. I think the second leading tackler in Tennessee, uh, I don't remember his name right now. I'm pretty sure it'll come back to me um, as we go. But, um, yeah, for us to go ahead and and have Chubb, uh, you know, Jay, um, Jalen Phillips, um, um, Baker, you have you have a few a few guys, you know, Van Ginkle. Um, I mean, we had the – who's the – the elder on our team. I forgot his name. Um, he, he, he was making um, – Landon Roberts is still there, right? He was Landon Roberts is still back. Um, Ogba is, is is supposedly coming back, or um, I think his this is his final year contract. So if, if it is, then most likely you know that, of course, like – I got to play for the payday. (laughs) (laughs) And that'd be a good thing as well. Um, But yeah, man, I mean. um, Oh, no. Raheem Raheem Moster is re-signed too. Oh, yeah. You feel me? (laughs) Yeah, they re-signed Moster too. So they both coming back. I I mean, I think they played pretty well. I think Moster was the better running back anyway. Yeah, at least yeah. last year he was breaking tackles. You seen that game um, against the 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 um, Bills, and he's just breaking tackles. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, one of them angry runs. Yes, 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 <laughs> and and you know it, it. It's a good thing when 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 you could go ahead and re-sign players that that you have a some type of familiarity with. Um, you you familiar with that player, and you don't really need to go through the. The, um, the circles and the hoops with that type of individual. I mean, I think the Dolphins are set, ready to go to make a big splash. I mean, for us to go ahead and and go after who we're going after, we're not going after regular players. We're going at players with names, players that have a reputation to, you know, be that player when they're on the field, like one of the best five players on the field every game. Um, for us to have Ramsey, for us to have, like you said, X-Man. Um, and for X-Man, to, to uh, it, it makes me feel... Um, 
like X-Men was right the whole time, you know, being mad that that Byron Jones got paid that money and he didn't get paid that yet um, yeah. because uh, he was playing through through injuries and this, that, and other. And you got the other guys coming out saying, I can't jump, I can't run, I can't do this, that, and the other. And then he surprised when he get cut um, in, in, in the next few days. Now your next team, I thought you said you can't run and you can't jump. You know, I know you're not, you know, requesting big dollars over here. So um, um, hopefully the Dolphins could find a way to recoup some of that money because, like, the way he did it for me, um, he kind of sabotaged our defense last year. You know, for you to be um, the the second um, the second paid highest paid defensive player on our team last year, and you you know didn't come back the whole year. You could have had surgery long time ago. You wait to a certain time to have surgery. It just feel like um, you you was trying to put that little extra oomph to get the f out of my life in regards to the Miami Dolphins. I think that you yeah. successfully did that too, but. We landed on our feet with my boy Jalen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Mostert, 5.4 yards a carry in in his career. And then yeah. Wilson is averaging 4.5 yards per carry. Uh, so so I think you're pretty solid pretty much everywhere. Uh, I think, like I said, the only spot you want to see them go after now is O-line. Let's just add more people on that O-line so we can protect it up. And, you know, solidify the running game with the two running backs that we got. But um, that's, I mean, it's definitely a big splash, like you said, man, to get Jalen Ramsey. I don't think anybody's seen that one coming. Uh, there was rumors that, that he wasn't going to sign with the Rams again, but I didn't know he was going to make that trip cross country. And he's a Super Bowl champion. Let's let's point let's point that out too. So he he knows what it takes uh, to 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 win a Super Bowl and make a Pro Bowl every year. So hey, he's got something to prove too. Apparently, the Rams didn't value him enough uh, to pay him, which is crazy. Uh, or maybe they just well, the Rams have been spending a lot of money on a bunch of players. So they defense wise, they probably out right now. So I think I think I think it's because they spent so so much money on the defense that. You know, their head coach probably like, man, um, I'm probably going to go ahead and retire because, you know, I'm an offensive minded coach and you want me to make something out of nothing every year. This is not going to be like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, spending all this money on defense. Yeah, the defense is good. Yeah, we got a Super Bowl. But when our our, our offense is, is not having that offensive power like we you really want, especially when I think you're your um, – What's his name? That guy, the 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 one that they say is the best wide receiver in the game at the time when he was healthy, which I don't think is true. Um, what's his name? The white dude, Devonte Devonte Adams. Nah, the white dude from the Rams. You know, oh, when, when um, Cooper Cup. Yeah, they're saying that he's considered one of the best, if not the best, court um wide receiver in he's the game. When the he was, best, but he's not the best. That's he's that's the thing best. that I'm saying. He's one of the best, but he's not the best. So. People yeah. that say he's the best, I'm like, go watch some more football. You feel me? You yeah. need a little bit more study. That's the thing. He was in the system over there. It, that, the Rams is all about that coach, bro. The Rams is all about Sean McVay. Sean McVay, he's one of the best coaches in the game right now, and he can make probably any receiver like <laughs> one of the best in in the league. I mean, look at Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford came, was was okay to, to above average at Detroit. And he comes over to the Rams, and all of a sudden he wins. He made Jared Goof 
go <laughs> go go to the Super Bowl, man. Come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. Sean McVay is the guy. It's not. It's yeah. He, he's he's the guy who makes things work. So and uh, and it, it feels good to have you know our head coach to come from that tree, you know, and be around that type of caliber of um, you know players now coaches, you know. In the Shanahan's and and then you got McVeigh and then you got McDaniel's. Um, it, it feels good, you know. We got one of these these coaches that can draw a play that um, what we've been complaining about all these years. When we I see um, New Orleans Saints when Drew Brees was still around, you got Robert Caesar's wide open. You like, dog, this you're playing a professional team, and how every week there's multiple plays where these uh, wide receivers or tight ends are wide open. And we got one of the minds. And I feel like, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why um, Jalen Ramsey wanted to come over here. Because, again, you know, um, he's like, look, you know, they don't want to pay me. You know, they're not. It's, it's going to be Aaron Donald or or myself. Yeah, I already signed the contract. They're paying me, but they don't want to continue paying me that type of money, especially if we know that we have no chance of winning a Super Bowl. Um, but I don't care. Your trash is my treasure. You know, I'll be seeing these people, you know, I'll be throwing out, I threw out a TV, um, a 55 inch the other day. Um, I don't know what happened, but they didn't want to turn back on. And like, I threw it out by the tree at the end, all the way by the driveway, all the way on the end, right when you're making the turn by the curve. In 10 minutes, it was gone. (laughs) Like, again, my trash is you know, someone else's treasure. And, and you know, I'm going to treasure Jalen right now, especially if he could go ahead and give us a um, Super Bowl. And like you said, he's he's won a Super Bowl. He's been battle tested. And he's been in this situation where his, his general manager was like, F them picks. Our time is now. And our time right now is right now, if not next year. So F them picks, Chris Greer, and hopefully it works out. Because I'll take a Super Bowl to be garbage again because i'm used to being garbage <laughs> yeah i mean that's i mean that's exactly what happened to the rams right um the, they said f them picks and they won a super bowl <laughs> like i take that any day of the week and they was garbage last year so it's like i take that any day of the week so we'll, we'll see what happens there but i want to ask you man because you know we talk about controversial topics man like you know i've been busy with the acc championship game and i'm covering baseball now um that's gonna die down and i'm gonna i'm gonna finally have some more free time when basketball season college basketball season is over uh but the the news that popped up for me is this whole john morant situation i i need to ask you i need to i need to get your opinion on this whole situation bro like first of all uh, you know, Unc, uh, Shannon Sharp was already saying, like, you not a gangster, you know, already telling him that, like, beforehand. And then he, well, I think before before this incident happened, like, he threatened, like, a kid with a gun, like a teenager. And then after that, he shows up on his IG Live flashing a gun like like he's a gangster. First, I'm gonna let you just. What's your opinion on, on John? This whole John Moran situation. John Moran. For people who don't know, John Moran, one of the best players in the league right now. To to give a fair comparison, he's like this era's Allen Iverson, as far as how he plays on 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 the court. To me, like I don't think he's that good yeah. with the shot though. He's that good with the shot. 
I would say I, I would more compare him to anybody that can dunk because that's what I know him for. I don't know him for you know being like I, I, come on AI. That's a that's a that's a come on. I know AI is AI. AI is one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, you know if, if not the favorite outside of Heat player. You know, for you, um, for you to like, know him and say AI, then I need to, I need to watch a little like, more of John Moran. What I'm saying is like he's a point guard who is, I think probably the best point guard, like outside of a Steph Curry, and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is John Moran, you know? Yeah, I agree. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I, but I don't think about that, that, man. I, man, I don't know what to feel about that. You know, it, from from being in the script club one and throwing 50 bands, um, I think, I think, I think See, that I, was around. That I don't care about. Like, that yeah, I, don't I, don't care, care. I don't care about that, but I also yeah. hear. He pulled out a gun over there as well, which would made oh, the really? you know the yeah, which would made the strippers get uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what you're saying with him on the IG live because remember he had multiple um, times where he do something kind of dumb. You know, um, I heard he went to his sister's basketball game and got into it with a 17 year old and probably yeah. punched the guy or you know the whatever. Gun he he pulled out a gun on him, but. The, they were saying that they didn't really have no evidence behind that, no real videotape. But the security guard said, um, kind of, he know what he saw, basically, something like that. Right. Um, then, then you have this situation with him That's being like in the snitching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, I know what, what I saw. I know what I saw, <laughs> but you know, I mean, he had no ties to to Morant, you know. Right. And if, if if it was true, um, Morant, Jai, you you pay him that money. Give him some hush money and call it a day, so this wouldn't be a story. Right. But again, people, you're young, you're dumb, you know, and you think that 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 you're above the law, or um, you're not. You don't grew up in the social media area where you don't. You're you're a lot more relaxed behind social media compared to somebody like older like myself or Marcus or any other older individual. It's like we, you know, it's new to us. We didn't, you know. It's new to we're new to social media. I mean, the social media area came with us, but we had a lot going on, and you guys were born into it, so it's a difference. You know, it's like you know, night and day when it comes to us. Um, I'm still kind of learning social media now. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And, 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 and but you know, I think you know, even when it comes to these kids, they're like my son. He knows how to use the phone. Goes on YouTube. He's one and a half. You know how to go on YouTube by yourself and go to whatever. I'm like, hold up, hold up. But I got to watch him because, you know, it's YouTube. You know, there's a lot of things you can actually see. But, yeah. but yeah, man, you know, it's a different era. But for me with John Morant, like, very disappointed. Um, again, I, I have no problem with the script club situation. But, damn, I mean, they got pictures. And that's another thing. You know, um, NBA players do not go to that script club. For me to go to that script club and know that, Majority of the times in scriptwriters, they say no phones out. Um, it's a social media era now, so I see a lot of videos of people in the script club. You know, um, the girls dancing and this, that, and other. And I thought that was like a no go. You you get this from seeing me here. It's yeah. different now. So um, for them to put that picture out there on top of this gun situation, and you know, um, I. I 
I'm just like, it's like when it rains, it pours sometimes. Or <laughs> like, it's just a last on, on, on fall with him. And for me, my understanding, my, 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 my girls, her dad sent me a, a, um, picture or something saying like if John Moran don't make the all-star or, or like he's not all pro he's gonna miss losing like 39 million this year like if he doesn't make me be, become an all yeah. pro if he's not year, yeah he, if he's not all NBA yeah yeah That's- like really so that 50 bands it's not really 50 bands it's really like 39 million and 50 <laughs> bands and I think I think uh he won't really care. Everybody's gonna care if you um lose out on that type of money. But guess what? It's it's different. These guys are 250, 300 million dollar deals for playing for like three or four years, four or five years. You're still young. Look at it like man, I could recoup that money. It's all good. Yeah, uh, at least I'm still in the league. Yeah, at least I'm not like um, Gilbert Arenas, you know, he brought a gun in the facilities, and I think they banned him completely out the NBA. So at least you you still in the NBA, and at least you probably still going to collect a check. Hopefully you still can be a, a R-star or something like that. But I think, you know, some things need to happen to certain people, man, because, like, even with the Tory Lane situation, you know, even though I, I think that he was – um, someone that didn't lie and didn't shoot the girl, but you know, it said that you're guilty. And but again, be, be behind him, there was multiple you think he stories. Didn't, you where, think he didn't do it. I don't think he did it. When you give when you give the star witness, which is your homegirl, immunity, um, and she, from my understanding, you got into a fight with her at the party. You got into a fight with her at the car. You know, she was mop, molly whopping you. You ran to the car. And a few seconds later, gun went off. Why would you give anybody immunity um, that was in the car if they didn't do anything wrong? That, that's my that's my whole thing is that was your state witness. And and you went against the state attorney to say that, you know, you know, on the contrary, contrary from what, you know, Megan or or anybody on that side that, you know, felt like she was victimized. Um, you you said it different a different story and you know that normally don't happen that's in movies you know when the, when the state attorney puts you on the stand as their witness they they not putting you on the stand to kind of put 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 a, a scissor or put a knife to their whole uh, prosecution so um, when you do stuff like that it leaves me with questions and um, Reasonable doubt. Everybody need to say he's guilty for for just a few different things to happen, and it, it left some doubt. He may have done it, but it had it gave me some doubt. And you know, but hey, unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't happen the way he wanted. But you know, using his story, it was stories that he got into it with multiple people, and they're like, you know, he got the Napoleon complex because he's short and he's defensive and this, that, and the other. Now, in regards to John Morant, you know, I'm using the the Tory Lane situation, not saying you're short or anything, but for you to have multiple situations that could have stopped you. Like you said, Shannon Sharp said you're not a gangster. You almost got into it with Shannon Sharp. Your dad almost got into it with Shannon Sharp. And then a few minutes later, after you notice what's happening, you're like, yo, I am tripping. You feel me? The dad apologized. 
you, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to holler that um, later on and this, that, and the other, because this guy, he could vilify you in the media. He has the platform to vilify you. Everybody fucks with, um, you feel me, and Shannon Sharp. So if yeah. Shannon Sharp have a negative gripe um, towards you, when he's on the show and they speaking about your team or you, he's going to come up with a lot of the negative things. He's going to be the skip Bayless for you. How Skip Bayless is with LeBron, he's going to be that with you. You probably like, in the moment, you're not thinking about all these different things, you know, and and you don't want that, especially yeah. for somebody in the media that has that type of following that people respect. He's highly, you know, and, and people respect a lot more because he say the things that, that people want to say to Skip, sure. even though, you know, there's a lot of times where Skip make him look crazy. You know, sometimes you got to bite your tongue. And yeah. you can use it goes other the way around too. Sometimes he be making Skip look crazy. Exactly, but in regards to you know when 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 um Shannon Sharp was like I got rings and you act like you don't mean anything in regard to when he was talking about Tom Brady and he kind of sunned him on national television. Like it took it took someone that have a lot of composure because I don't know if I have that type of composure to not go off. But then again, someone that's older. No, certain people be baiting you to set yourself up, you yeah. know. And in, in regards to Ja, like you should have known that that um, this can happen to people like you that look like myself. You should have known. You seen what happened to Kodak Black? He was possibly gonna lose his son behind doing the same thing on social media, showing a gun on social media. They rushed his house behind that. Like, so, you know, he's in your generation. Y'all about the same age if, you know, if we talking about being young. There's multiple situations where it had a negative effect on a celebrity and you should have known better. Yeah. And, and and I think that maybe that $39 million will make you see the light and make you turn around. And it's, I'm nobody saying that you just – I'm not saying he's this bad guy. You just be, make better decisions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just make better decisions, and 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 hopefully that fine. I mean, you being suspended a few games is one thing, but you missing thirty nine million if you don't become an all star. Like you would never, you can never get that back. Even <laughs> you can never get that back. And now they're gonna be like, you're one of these players that that um has a history of negativity. I don't know if I want to pay that for you. It's the same thing. Like Lamar is just not an injury. You know, Lamar, you know, you, you're injury prone. So I don't want to give you this money. You, you know, um, you normally have bad encounters with the law. I don't know if I want to pay you all of this money, you know. So, again, the saga is going to continue um, in this situation. We'll see where, where it lands for him. Um, but he'll, he'll, he'll be straight. It's not like he's going to jail. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's. It, it, it's the why you know what what's 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 the reason behind it because don't act like you ain't know that there weren't going to be re repercussions if you show up on your ig live everybody's going to screenshot it video it or you know just talk about it so don't act like you wasn't aware you know i mean you young but you ain't that young you know where you don't know what's going on you got an agent you <laughs> Who I'm sure his, I'm sure his agent woke up and just like, you know, just through the phone, through through the computer, 
was he like, did it. damn it, man. This guy. He, <laughs> he did it again. He's going to be like. He's gonna be like Kodak Black, how Kodak he be walking around with his attorney following him everywhere to make exactly. sure he don't do nothing stupid. Exactly. Yeah, job. Exactly. Get your agent to follow you around. You know, chaper- yeah. chaperone him like like Jerry Jones did uh, with Des Bryant. You feel me? So you won't get into no trouble. <laughs> right. And but the thing is, talking about people following him around, the people that are following him around are looking out for him. Like those are obviously his boys or whatnot, but. Yo, if 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 you a celebrity was, and I'm walking around with you, and I I know you got that thing on you, I'm gonna take it away from you, like you know what I'm saying. Especially if I see like you are inebriated or whatever, you know, and you on IG live, you taking pictures, you acting reckless, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna make I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna take this away from you, you know. I got you if something goes down, whatever. But like. I need to take this away from you. I'm like they, they, they are not really looking out for him. And and yeah, the people that are around you, you you got to start to reevaluate who, what kind of benefit they are for you in your life. And that's what that's what he needs to do. He needs to really kind of reevaluate. Of course, you can't you can't just like straight up abandon boys that you grew up with or whatnot, which I think they are. Um, but you got to keep them at a certain distance, you know, you can't be, you can't be, um, the, the ones that are going to influence you to do stuff like that. You got to have the wherewithal to know a, you know, I can't be, this can't be my, my normal circle every day type of thing, because if it does, then they're going to allow something like this to happen again. Um, I mean, part the, the the responsibility and accountability is, all, of course, it's on him. I was just, but that's but that's something that he has to definitely consider. He definitely has to consider, you know, the people that that he's keeping around him, because if he keeps them sweeping around him, it seems like that situation or something similar will happen again. And then the other thing for me is that, but why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? <laughs> why? Why do you feel like it's important to 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 be a gangster? You're already a millionaire. You're a superstar. You're all star. You came from nothing because you were at Wichita State. Nobody even knew, or or was it Murray State? One of these small schools in the in, <laughs> like you you came from one of these schools where nobody heard of this school until they saw you play. And so you came from nothing, you made a name for yourself, and you're one of the best players in the league. You have nothing else to really prove, especially on social media. So the thing is, it's like, why do you want this attention? You know, like, that's the question for me. Like, why do you want this attention? Why does your ego need to be stroked even more? You telling me your ego is not already big enough with the fact that you got a huge million dollar contract. You're an NBA player, first of all. Mm-hmm. That's a very small percentage of the world that can say that. And then you're an all-star. You 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 likely will be all NBA, but maybe not no more with this situation now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got you know tons of followers, everything. Like, what what is it inside you that makes you feel like, oh, I gotta prove something else. I gotta prove that that I got a gun, or I gotta prove that I'm a gangster. I gotta prove to this youngin that's talking smack that I gotta put a gun on him. Um, I'm, I'm a wannabe down ass nigga. 
I'm a wannabe down ass nigga. That's the motherfuckers that you got the money. It's people like James Harden. And then you want to go chill with these rappers. Like, you know what I'm saying? And even he was in France or Paris with um Lil Baby and he they got arrested or some um the you know him being around Lil Baby, somebody got arrested. It's just like yo, like they they don't understand that the the the, the rappers look up to them. You know, the rappers look, 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 up, look up to them and they look up to the rappers. It's just like, you know, I don't think Jay-Z is looking looking up to like, you know, um, like a, a, a celebrity unless it's like somebody like LeBron James. But it's different because LeBron James do a lot of different things that any person that is a celebrity will still look up to them. But for, for, for John Morant, it's just like these people want to be down. You know, same thing like Takashi. You know, you want to be down and see what happened to you. You got kidnapped by your own boys. That's the real street guys. And then ultimately you turned out being the person who you was a regular civilian because you wind up snitching and you wind up doing this, that, and the other. And it's kind of understandable in his situation, because if, if you, my homeboy, and you know, we're crewing this, that, and the other, and you're, you're kind of extorting me. And I know I ain't no street dude and you know, I ain't no street dude. So my, my whole reason for not um, exposing you is basically exposing myself for not being a real street dude. But it's either that or deal with that for the rest of your life. And, you know, I think he just wind up, um, you know, getting a breaking point and wind up, you know, doing what he needed to do to, you know, live his normal life. But again, there's always consequences when it comes to people trying to be down, people trying to be fake gangsters. I mean, you have takeoff, takeoff passed away. Um, and for me, image wise, I thought, you know, I thought the way they be talking him take off Quasio, I thought that they were like real street. I don't know. They real background behind that. And then now that he's dead, I see other, um, podcasts or, you know, P famous people saying he was not street. So I don't understand. Like, damn, I'm hearing all of his albums, which is five, one of the best groups of all time. You know, but I thought he really was street when they when you talking about pulling, you know, his songs, they that they're not normally talking about guns, but they, you know, they'll use a little bit of, you know, talking about guns and you know, killing people, this, that, and the yeah. other. That now that is not their main focus in rapping, is making good music. But how can you talk like you know you would do this, that and the other, but you really not gangster? But again, you see what happened in his situation. He wound who up said, losing. Who his said life. he wasn't gangster? Who said he was? Was it not? These um people on podcasts, celebrities, they're like, oh, people like Wack One Hundred. They're like, these guys is not gangster. And you know, I know I'm giving a bad name because Wack One Hundred. <laughs> a lot of people don't even must be feeling him too. But that's the one person that I remember. Um, I even think um academics said something around them lines too, you know, but I'm not sure. He probably was re-saying re or re-tweeting um, something that somebody else said or whatnot. But again, um, I could say that now because I know for a fact I heard people saying that he's really, they're not really gangster. They, you know, they just celebrities. So again, you trick me if he's not gangster. But but that's if he's not gangster because people gonna say you gonna say stuff after the dude died though like I don't know yeah I don't know if you could take that like as a hundred percent true you know because I don't know man like like people have their own opinion on what's gangster and what's not 
Yes, um, yes. So it's yeah, I, 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 and out of all the three Migos, I think Takeoff was probably the most gangster. <laughs> you know, to yeah. to me, you know, what I'm saying yeah. because Quavo, yeah. Quavo actually played sports and stuff, and when you play sports, you can't be all the way gangster. <laughs> John Moran, <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly, exactly to tie it all in. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. Take off. I mean, you married Cardi B. She's she used to be a stripper. I mean, like how, how gangster is that? I mean, I, to, to I mean, he honest. was in jail though. He was in jail for something. You remember when Amigos first started? Oh, yeah. He he was in jail for like I think a year, maybe longer. But you know, I, I don't remember remember what the charge was because I wasn't following them like that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, man, job, man. Like, look, you need to see the light, man. I know, I know. Um, they say you signed up into um like some to get some type of treatment now i'm like I, I don't understand what type of treatment you need to get but i mean marcus can be your doctor right now and be like oh why are you doing this dumb shit right now you got all this damn money you know what i'm saying like it's not too much of uh <laughs> like well why are we going to get any treatment like it's just like you need to a reality oh, check he does he do need he do need something he do need some kind of therapy because obviously i'm pretty sure that somebody who who is having this conversation with him? His agent has to be having this conversation with him, but he ain't listening. So he's got to be going to something, some kind of formal session with somebody. Be like, yo, what is really going on inside your head? Because you got all of this, but apparently you need more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't want people to say that his parents played a role in his upbringing because they made him go to the league, this, that, and the other, and. Not just that. He probably was raised right. But you got to understand, man, he's the one with the bag now. He don't depend on his parents now. His parents probably depend on him. And I seen that he bought his parents um, a house that's not too far from him. You think they could pay pay um just the, the, the upkeep of the house if it's like a million dollar house? Like just the taxes alone, boy, you're going to be paying an arm and a leg. So, you know, sometimes people don't say things to that breadwinner because they don't want to get stiff arm, you know, because a lot of people don't like when people tell them the truth and they just eliminate that person out their life. So some people, they just look at the money like, you know, let me just be around them and be the yes man or not even just be a yes man, but see things and just don't say anything because it's not, um, something that 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 is my issue because when you're around your parents everybody's on their best behavior i don't i don't care if you're the biggest thug in the world everybody's on their best behavior in regards to their parents you feel me you're not gonna do really no sucker shit around your parents pull out a gun around your parents you know your homeboys parents is gangster too yeah yeah you're right <laughs> but 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 again i mean the guy went to wichita or you know murray college or whatever like that and you know, I I think that, um, like you said, somebody that that's been playing basketball, people that play basketball, they play basketball um, probably their whole life, just like just like football. This is not something that you just chose to be a basketball player when you're a senior in high school. That's yeah, those 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 situations does happen, but it's a rare occasion. When you talk about basketball, you've been playing basketball since you was young. You know, and, and you know if you if you're any anybody like the 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 people that I know that play sports. They have no time for nothing else but sports. They exactly. live, breathe, and sleep on sports. So, 
Right. Exactly. Just like I do, uh, and, <laughs> you know, pretty much. And, and that, that could segue just to what I've been doing lately. I just came back from Greensboro, North Carolina. I was at the ACC championship, uh, ACC tournament. I mean, yeah. and it was, a, it was a nice experience, man, bro. I'm going to tell you this, man, the best food, free food, hey bro like oh my god the food like first we had and it was stuff i could eat you know i'd be you know trying to eat right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they had grilled chicken with sweet potatoes that first mm. day with 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 um string beans and um the next day damn what, what did they have the next day um i think it was oh they had some fish they had some fish and some rice and i just had that and then and man it, it they just had so much stuff bro like i had to go in on some of it bro i'm sorry oh, why bro. Not? Why not? <laughs> i had to go in on some of it bro like they had a whole snack station where you could just grab any snack you wanted they had snickers twix kit kats they had they had oatmeal bars which i had like probably four of those per day a little oh, took some bar. To go too. Yeah, I took some to go. As well. <laughs> uh, and then we had um, they had ice cream sandwiches. I love ice cream sandwiches. Ooh. Ooh. So I had I had like two of those. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just amazing. And then they had popcorn. They had popcorn that was just popping, fresh, fresh you know, popcorn. Yeah, fast. they just give you a bag. I was just like, man, on top of the food that they served. You know, they served the lunch, they served the dinner, all of it was free. It was great, man. And then at the end of the first two days that I was there, there was a place across the street, a brewery, mm -hmm. where you could get whatever drink you wanted for free. free? Yeah. Oh my god! Every drink is happening, everything. <laughs> And food was free. It was a short menu. It was mo it was just like pizza and salads and stuff like that. But that was free too. I was just like, man, this is crazy, bro. Like, so just that alone was just a really good time. Uh, I got a lot of great content while I was out there. I I had I um interviewed head coach uh, Jim Larinaga one on one. Mm -hmm. I was the only Miami guy out there too. By the yeah. way. Miami press guy covering the Miami basketball team. So I had access to their practice. I put that on the YouTube, posted to the site. Um, you know, I did a podcast right there in the press room um, because nobody was in that was in there super early because I was there for the practice and then there was nobody in the press room. So I did a I did a podcast with a guy from the Rivals Duke site. Oh, yeah, um, I could go ahead and, and, and you know, follow all that on canescounty.com. The yeah. storm, storm tracker podcast, you know, you got Marcus, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. whatever y'all need, y'all can go ahead and get that here, or you could get that there specifically if it's UM, anything about the U storm tracker podcast, kingscounty.com. Appreciate that plug. And then it was it was cold though, bro. It was <laughs> like we forget how cold it is in other places, or I do, because um I almost didn't bring my big jacket. Everybody, everybody in South Florida got one big thick jacket at least right and like the old I almost, yeah i almost didn't bring that jacket bro and i would have been sick <laughs> i would have been sick if, if i didn't bring that jacket but i brought it thank god it was 30 degrees bro 35 oh, degrees 
cold, cold weather up there. But uh, as far as the games are concerned, oh, my God, the first game coming down to the last shot, I thought that thing was going in like the Florida State game. But it was the third game in a row that it came down to the final shot in the air that could have beat Miami. The first from Florida State did beat Miami. Pittsburgh missed, and then Wake Forest ends up missing, and they ended up going to the next round. But the next game, you know, I, I, I wanted to ask you about this because I know you you is a lot more of a conspiracy theorist than I am. For sure. <laughs> Did you watch the game against Duke? I watched it. And I, to be honest with you, once he had twisted his ankle, I was hot. Did you I think that was a, Yeah, quick. I was like, <laughs> my, my thought in my head, I was like, Wes going to think that this is a setup. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, like, what Wes the hell's going on? This is a setup because for the fact that this shit happened in the first two minutes of the game, was 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 crazy like you you tell me you like come on man like for me for me i know what i saw and you was absolutely right with me that's why i had to go outside like look i went outside you feel me I, like that got me hot because i'm like dog, we already <laughs> small and you know i remember right. you talking about this guy um norchak or mir you know from time to time because you majority of the time we be speaking on the football team but i remember hearing you talk about this guy when we spoke on you know the university of miami basketball teams earlier on in the in the year or even probably late december or something like that yeah. and i'm like come on man i'm just like damn you know he's not coming back i went outside came back in you know i could still see the score but i couldn't really hear you know everything that was going on because i'm looking through the sliding door um i'm like yo i was so hot i'm looking at it you know, but we kept it close. Yeah. We kept it close, you know, uh, you know, and, and, you know, they just pulled away. But I, I look like you was right. I felt like, like, how the fuck that's going to happen to us? <laughs> I felt like the same thing when it came to, you know, um, the Miami Heat when we're in the bubble. You got Dragic injured. Oh, my God. Not just him. Bam, he's injured. These yeah. people don't get injured, you know, and today <laughs> you're injured. I mean, right. for the most part, you know, our basketball team at least are starting five stayed healthy you know in regards to the right. university of miami for starting five has been healthy all year bro like they haven't had any injury the only like uh nigel pack who comes off of the bench um he had like knee soreness and he missed the florida state game that was the only other time they had an injury like it couldn't have happened at a worser time bro like the only thing that would have made this worse if this was the actual NCAA tournament, if this was March Madness, it would have been even worse. But, you know, from what I hear that he may be able to play this Friday when, when the real tournament starts, uh, they're playing Drake in the first game. They need him, bro, because like you said, and like I said, they're small. And this dude is 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he just plays big. You know, somehow he gets 10 rebounds a game. You know, he averages 14 and 10. He's your main big guy. And I'm sorry, Anthony Walker, his replacement, he, he he's not that guy. He's he's not nor Chad O'Meara. No Chad O'Meara is 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 a beast on the court. He could run the floor and he, he plays good defense. You know, he's like the thing is is that he he's kind of big, you know. He's that's dropped. what I was just trying to say. He's not he's not super tall, but he's aggressive. He he plays hard and 
if he doesn't play in this tournament, I'm sorry though. Miami not going far. They likely probably not making it to the Sweet 16. If he doesn't play in this first game, don't bet on them even winning this first game. You know what I'm saying? That's how valuable he is to this team. I still think maybe they pull it out, but hey, if if something as tragic as that happened in that first game, who knows? Who knows what else could be in the cards for for this uh you know March Madness game? Because the hate for Miami is real though. The hate for Miami, like I felt it you when I was out. There. I felt you it when I was out there, bro. Yes, it's um. And the other thing that I that I that I seen, man, is that this journalism game is still very much a uh, good old boy network. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a lot of the journalists uh, that were out there, um, you know, older white men. You know, I'm just gonna you know call call it what it is. Um, they, they were how not. Did, how did they? How did they embrace you over there? Most of them did, but there were some that didn't. You know, some that didn't even really you know, acknowledge uh, that I was even there or whatnot, uh, which is cool. I get it because, you know, the the South, even though we in the South, the real South, North Carolina, wow, that, it, it, that's the real South. And um, you you just kind of, it, it's re- that reality check for me because down here, everything's so diverse. You, and you think, you kind of feel like, okay, so the world is like this. But it's it's really not, um, at least not in the deep south of this country. So that was that was just kind of an interesting experience, just to be in that environment and and just see how much you know we we were outnumbered was um was some, was something that I really uh, took from the trip as well. And then Miami, man, Miami is 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 not. It, you could just tell that it's a team that people just love to root against. It's the 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 country in itself just kind of likes to root against Miami. Why? Oh, yeah. Why? why? <laughs> the women and the weather. Yes, we yeah, know the, And also, I think it's because we are, for the most part, we're fair weather fans, and. These other cities, they live and die about about their sports or their team or whatnot, mm-hmm. and like they uh, they see that hey, you know, if we ain't winning, we ain't coming. You know what I'm saying? Like that's for the most part. Let's just be real. Let's call it what it is. We ain't winning, we ain't coming. You know, we got we got other shit to do. We got we got other <laughs> stuff to do. The beaches, the women, the weather is is what mm-hmm. we live in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes. Explore those options um, instead of being mad that our team is losing to some team that we, we ain't supposed to be losing to. Um, so they hate us because of that too. So uh, the 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 I mean, it was natural to 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 see that the crowd was obviously a a pro against miami uh crowd because <laughs> you had you had uh most of the teams from north carolina wake forest is in north carolina lake forest is actually the closest school to that city of where i was in, in greensboro and then duke is also in north carolina and then you know virginia who played duke in the final not not that far away so overall i think they played well considering north trad or um was hurt 
And, you know, Isaiah Wong was playing well until he couldn't hit shots at the end. But, you know, it is what it is. He scored 22. And then Jordan Miller was giving you everything he got in that game as well, um, who I think is really underrated. But um, they're going to need Norchad O'Meara in, in this. Um, I wrote a piece on KanesCounty.com, just the three takeaways from the ACC tournament. And one of them is uh, I said – no Norchad, no chance. I mean that that's the title of one of the subtitles in in the story, and, and I really feel that, I really feel that way as far as going far in this tournament, like doing what they did last year to make it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. I don't really see it happening without a healthy Norchad Omir. As far as his status is concerned, is is day to day. It's a sprained ankle. The thing about sprained ankles, you could play on it. But as soon as you you, you have a, a tweak here, a tweak there, then you right back to square one. That's the thing about it. You know, it's not going to heal in like one week, you know. So basically, is he? if, if we're talking about bracket-wise, he probably can play the first game. But second game, probably can't. Or second game, first and second game, if we make it there. And then we go to the third game and something happens. So. Right. He's they gonna have to limit his minutes. Um that he's probably gonna play, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, something like that. And and the way he plays, it's like you don't want a, a half-ass nor Chad O'Meara. You want a hundred percent nor Chad O'Meara because that's how he plays. He plays like it's his last game every game, you know. So I yeah, mean situation. He's young, he's young. Hopefully, because he's young, he can make a full recovery. Again, you know, the University of Miami have the best medical staff. From my understanding, um, you know, growing up, you want to go to the University of Miami because they have the best medical staff in the in, in the nation. That's from my understanding. But you got other people like, no, it's our it's our um, university. But I'm gonna stick with the University of Miami. But um, going on what you were saying, as far as um, you know, it being in North Carolina. And you having only you being the um, reporter for the Canes, it kind of was writing on the wall. It's like they, the Canes ain't going to win today. We're going to make sure that they don't leave over here with a victory. Because if they <laughs> win, who's going to be the only one in the press conference <laughs> interviewing? It would be Marcus Benjamin. You feel me? And I don't know if that would have been a good look you know, for the NCAA um, in regards or the ACC. It would have been a great look. Yeah, it would have been. Everything would have been. That would have been wonderful. That would have been like, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all um, um, basically try to sabotage us. It didn't work. And everybody here hates us. Marcus can feel the energy. I'm pretty sure the players can feel the energy. Um, and you could just silence all the haters. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I, boy, I would have found a way if I was you to say the beaches, the women, and the weather. We know that they hate Miami because of the beaches, the women, and the weather. You know, how does it feel to silence all of the haters? <laughs> that would have been amazing, man. But, you know, um, like you said, March Madness is around the corner. Yeah, I do think week. that we do have a good shot. Um, even if he's not a hundred percent, I know you're, you, you don't want him to, to, um, be half-assed there, but I rather him, you know, than the backup that you said, because it seems like a, 
80 percent or 90 percent of um our guy he he you know it's a better it's a better result we would actually have so um that's what i'm looking forward to i know we play on friday today is tuesday yeah. um and it should give him enough time to actually um you know he'll heal up you know because I, I twisted my ankle before um and when i was younger and you know the next day i was good and then other times as i got a little older twisted my ankle and i could barely walk so hopefully yeah. it's the younger west for um um omir and, and and he can make a full recovery and then you you could be the only one <laughs> interviewing him again <laughs> yeah yeah man i'm not going to albany albany new york for this uh regional oh, uh yeah I, I i got peoples in new york and my wife has peoples in boston but it's still it's a two and a half almost basically a three hour drive no um to to one of those places i'm just no. like i'm not doing that um, but it's funny that you mentioned um, twisting the ankle because that shit happened to me. Not, not now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, that was a bad omen because <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to find where I need to go. This is the first day that I get there right before the Wake Forest game, and I couldn't quite find where, where the um, where the media entrance was. And I'm looking around, and then like there was this like a uh, you know like a curve, you know that I didn't see. And my and my ankle like twisted, and this and there was this black girl behind me, and she was like, "Oh, you all right?" <laughs> and, I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." She was like, "Nah, nah, you need some ice. We got some ice in there. You need some ice." And I was like, "Nah, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm thinking I'm good, right?" But the next day, my my Achilles was sore. Like my my like I'm walking with a slight limp, like like my Achilles was like sore, but I'm trying to play that shit off. And now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, damn, that was a bad omen, you know. And then that next game, not not the Wake Forest, but the next one, you know, that happens to Omir. It was like a bad dream too, because the, there's um there's this um there's this old dude who who covers Miami, but he doesn't. It's like he's a guy who's like he he told me his story like he decided to cover the canes because um he felt like they needed more notoriety you know the basketball team but he doesn't really do journalism right uh anything like that so i was pretty much talking to him because he got a credential and he got in um but he wasn't in the press conference he wasn't in the locker room he wasn't producing stories he wasn't doing content or anything like that but he's the one who told me, like, I'm standing, I'm there t- typing because I'm doing updates of the game and whatnot. And he was like, oh, Omir's hurt. And I was like, did he just say what I think he just said? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, Omir's hurt. He's on the ground. He's not, he's not, he's, he's in pain. I was like, and I look up and I was like, hell no. <laughs> Of course, you know, because I'm happens. Like, we're barely into the game, and like it was like literally his first rebound, and like he gets hurt. I was like, damn, it's crazy. But hey, we'll we'll see what happens. Because before this tournament happened, uh this before this situation happened, I think this team has a chance to get the final four. So if that those medical doctors at UM can, you know, give them the shot, you know. Or you know, or you know, some of them Zo ladies could do some some kind of magic, 
you know, <laughs> this on it. You know, it's a Mr. Miyagi type. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> you know, that's that's what we need. That's what we need right now. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, I know you've been covering the the, the Canes basketball team, but you know, this is a football about town, football. man. This is a football <laughs> town. Yeah, and, you know, it's been it's a while. Crazy. There's been major moves. Again, you know, we we signed uh, um, our raw receivers coach or offensive coordinator. We yeah. we we upgraded, at least I think so, with our oh, DNs yeah. coach in our oh, Hall of Famer and Jason who Jason Taylor. Yes, sir. Um, I want to know what you think about um Salavera. You know, the the ain't he's like a D line coach too. He he coaches the D tackles. Basically, he coaches the D tackles and then Jason Taylor coaches the D ends. Okay, okay. Cause I'm like, damn, I see everybody's kind of leaving. I'm like, I like that guy, man. Hopefully yeah. he's not leaving too. So, so all right, you done eased a little bit of my worries um <laughs> in, in that regard. But um uh, yeah. from my understanding is hold on um, before you say anything, because I'm gonna let you yeah. take off of this. Um, <laughs> from my understanding is we have our players and the strength and conditioning seems like it's been working. Now, I hear that from the other guys. Now, I got my guy over here. I know I'm going to get the real. And is it they gassing me up? Or can you validate or, or, or say like, yeah, this is what I've been seeing. These guys look way prepared compared to last year and the previous year's um, as um, a University of Miami um, journalist, like, like, put, put me on point. Let me know, man. Make me yeah. feel good. I'm yeah. really better right now. Make <laughs> me feel good. This, that's all I want to know. Give me some good stuff to talk about and hear. Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely, man. That, as far as like, just physically, the the team just looks bigger. You know, the teams look like, you know, at times when we play against the big teams, when we play against like the Alabamas or the LSUs or Ohio States, we like, we just look smaller. Like it doesn't look like that. It looks, looks like we are big, you know, out there. Even, even little Xavier Restrepo looks big. Like he looks big out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Isaiah Horton, who's just a freshman, didn't even, or a freshman last year, didn't play any ball um, because he was hurt. He looks huge. Kobe Young looks big. Wesley Saint looks like he got bigger. Cameron Kitchen. What about my dog? What about Hurricane Bane? How's he looking? Well, Hurricane Bane, he just got in there. He's just a young pup, so he doesn't look to me any bigger like he's only been there a month <laughs> you I'm, know i'm hearing that he's like 275 pounds and i'm like look i taught this guy man you know what <laughs> I mean? i'm like hold up I, I didn't remember him 275 pounds and if he did he carried it well because yeah, i'm like yeah. hold up you know yeah I know what I hear, he's doing guy. well he's doing well in camp as well um and just like i, I love i love ruben bain ruben bain is is a great kid to talk to um, he actually wants to do this work. He actually wants to go into like journalism and production. So we kind of vibe on that. And then he's, he's just always been real with you. You know, he, 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 he's a mature kid for, for his age. And he always plays with this. I got something to prove because he does because this, the nation's sack leader, right. But he's still not a five-star, 
So he feels so, so, some kind of way about that. Mm-hmm. And he's a little, you know, he's short as, as far as a defensive end is concerned. So they want to change positions to him or whatnot. But, you know, let, let, let's let's call it what it is. For me, I hate to say this to people, but like, damn, for real? But to me, I think this kid could be as good as Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he could be that great. Because Aaron Donald is not that tall either. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to take for him to kind of get into that size. But he's already got a good base. Just like you said, he's already gaining some weight. You know, and he hasn't even been there for a year. You know, Mm. like he's in there in the spring. Spring just started. You know, Mm. spring is going to go all the way to April. And then they get a break in the a little break in the summer, and then they back for the fall in, in like late July, August. So the potential for him to be just great is there because he dominated high school, won multiple state championships, clearly was like the best player, won the Nat Moore Award. I mean, there's there's yet, like I said. People kind of look at him like when I was at the Under Armour All-American game, mm-hmm. the national writers were talking about him and saying, oh, he saying that he looks kind of frumpy, you know, or he's kind or he's shorter than what they thought he was, you know, that type of thing. But then when they see him in practice, they're like, oh, he's winning every rep. He's dominating everybody in there. So and I'm just like, yeah, this is a kid I've been watching since he was a freshman <laughs> in high school. So and I've always we've always thought about that, about Ruben Bain. So I think that that is actually something I think is going to drive him to be that great as an Aaron Donald, because people are always doubting him because of, of his size for some reason. But hey. But yeah, because uh, Ruben Bain, he's got a, a variety of different ways he could beat you. He can actually beat you with speed because he's that fast. He's got that much of a quick step, and then he can beat you with power. He's got power. he's got power in his legs, and he will drive you, bro. He will drive you like straight up in your chest backwards. That's that's how powerful you know he is. But um, but yeah, I mean, I got up on a tangent with uh Ruben Bain, but like uh, Takori Couch is another guy who looks bigger. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he's going to be the legit nickel uh, corner uh, for Miami. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the Hurricanes. But to touch on the coaches that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. man, we got we had a chance to kind of experience the the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator, Southern, Southern country. By you boys, man, like especially the D coordinator, man, the D coordinator. He act like he he just it seemed like he ate a bucket of a crawfish before he, before he got there. You know what I mean? Like like that's how country he is, but in a good way though. It seemed like he can really, you know, relate to these kids and and he's still humble with it too. You know, he's not really like, you know, I think both of these coaches, the offensive court and defense quarter, are really humble. Uh they they came from, you know, uh group of five schools this is their first real opportunity to really make a big splash on the on the power five level although uh dawson was at west virginia for a little while which is a power five school mm-hmm. um but this is really their opportunity to really show what they can do i'm excited for both of them especially for dawson the, the oc 
because it's an air raid offense. I'm hearing all kinds of good shit from the players, the coaches about this offense. Um, I talked to Ray Ray after practice, uh, Nathaniel Joseph, and he was just like, yeah, this offense is easy. Uh, this offense is going to have opportunity for me to, to make plays in space, you know, which is what we want to see. And um, he said that they they installed minimum uh, running plays. Uh, they installed like four running plays, but everything else was passing plays. So this is going to be a pass-centric offense. Perfect. And, and then from what I heard from Tyler Van Dyke in the press conference, he seems really excited. He seems like a new guy. Because I remember when, 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 when that press conference where me and you were looking at him like, look, he just lost his girlfriend. How sad he looked. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? It looked like you say he's a new person now. You got a little pep to his step. OK, yeah. go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. He, he was talking with, you know, with confidence and he just felt like he, he gives the this offense gives him opportunities to make big plays uh, for the playmakers to make plays, which is exactly what you want to see, man, because. You know, you, you got you got the big receiver and and Kobe Young. I'm hearing a lot of good things about Jacoby George. Like he's going to be the legitimate number two uh, guy, and then and, and of course Xavier Restrepo is going to be your your slot receiver. Um, and then I uh, I expect they're going to you know maybe rotate uh, Ray Ray in there along with uh, Robbie Washington, Bashard Smith. I don't know exactly where he's going to fit just yet um, as far as if he's going to be replacing Jacoby George or if he's going to be in that rotation with Ray Ray and, and, and uh, Strepo. Um, but the other receiver uh, position, like the backup, I think is probably going to be Isaiah Horton, who's a freshman. He was the other big receiver that was out there. Like the receiver that kind of – like, Describe 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, six, I, I think he's 6'4", actually. Okay. I want I'll, I'll I'll check it just, just to make sure, but I think he's six four, um, you know about one ninety or so, but uh, yeah, he he's a guy that I think can really uh, make a difference uh, for this team. Isaiah Horton, he came out of Tennessee. Uh, and not just that, you know, you uh, know, he, piggybacking off what you were saying, they got him listed at six three one ninety. Six three one ninety. Uh, that's a that's, that's a good good size. You know, no, the freshman you said. Oh, uh, the the hurricane side has actually have him at six four two oh five. Four two oh five. Crazy him at one ninety. That might have that might have just updated. So yeah, man. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. So he's the other guy that looks big out there. Him and Kobe Young. So I'm excited to see him and 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 the old line. The old line looks deeper. They look massive. Um, you know, Francis Malgoa, Francis Malgoa, when I saw him out there, he looked like, he looked like he getting worked out there. <laughs> like, he looked like, like, damn, like, this is what college football is like, you know, saying it, which is great because, you know, he's just a young guy and, and he's already got, you know, some size on him. But to, to, to see him, uh, Inez Cooper, I think is going to probably get one of those starting spots. Jalen Rivers is probably still going to be one of the starting guys, Matt Lee, the transfer from UCF. The I think, yeah. yeah, I think he's going to be legit. He seems really smart. Centers have to be, you know, aware of blocking schemes and all of that. He seems very aware of that. Um, and the tackle spots are going to be interesting, though, right? Because I don't think Zion 
Zion wasn't out there first off, Zion Nelson. And I'm not so sure if he's going to be healthy, like, once the season starts. And, and, and availability is the best ability, yeah. Zion. So if you need to move on and transfer, you know, I'm kind of tired of hearing you not being healthy these last few years. I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there. You know, if you're if you watching the podcast, you know, um, you can leave. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I do like the depth, but right now it seems like um, the upgrades at the O-line been amazing. And we don't know who's going to be the starters because we got so much talent. And when that happens, then, you know, people like you could just we could wean you out of our whole scheme because I'm going to go on with Marcus sake. Well, my dog, the almighty tour availability is the best ability. You haven't been yeah. available in crucial times these last few years. And it seems like you're still not healthy right now. Plenty yeah. of time to figure shit out. We didn't have these coaches on the staff yet. So we couldn't really criticize you. Now they're here where we got them late and you're not even there to actually absorb that knowledge that they're trying to give you. So, yeah. 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 Uh, but the, who likely is going to start is Javion Cohen, who is the, the transfer from Alabama. So you, you got four guys that I think will definitely start to me in Nez Cooper, Jalen Rivers, Matt Lee, and Javion Cohen. Now who's going to be that other right tackle? Hey, if Francis Malgoa ends up being that guy, who knows? I mean, Zion Nelson started when he was a freshman. So mm -hmm. it, it's possible. Who knows? Samson Okanlola is going to have a chance as well. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, Pancake Honcho. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how that uh, turns out. And then, you know, in the fall, we're going to get a whole bunch of other players back. Um, Akeem Mesador uh, not playing. So you already know he's going to be in there uh once once things get going um uh Corey flag it wasn't wasn't out there james williams also wasn't out there he's still recovering from shoulder surgery okay. uh so you know he's gonna be back there with cam but but cam is every i i could almost guarantee this is gonna be our last year with cam cameron tensions because he, he, he's he's good. He good. He he's legit, bro. And and he changed to his old number in high school in five, so you already know he's ready to ball out with that number. Um, Cam is just he's always been a great kid as well, a kid that you know I've been I've been following for for a while in high school. We went to the West, and just to just to see him perform at this level, you knew it was there, but yeah. I, I don't think anybody knew it was going to be like this, like all American, one of the best safeties in the country, that type of thing. And it seems like he's just taking it to the next level, teaching the guys, the young kids that, that are coming in. Uh, so I can almost guarantee that he's going to be an NFL draft pick next year um, just because he's just that talented. So, um, so yeah, man, everything is, is looking positive, but it's the spring, you know, saying it's not a lot you can really, gauge from the spring everything is usually always flowers and dandelions when in the spring everything is positive you know um but yeah i mean uh, the and the other the other thing i want to point out is uh, one of the freshmen caleb spencer i heard is is turning heads already um yeah the the, the safety three star yeah yeah the three -star Trust safety. Me, i know i've been hearing about it too <laughs> yeah the three-star safety he was committed to oklahoma he flipped to miami um 
he's out of Texas. So um, I think he's out of no, nah, I think he's out of Virginia. I'm gonna have to double check. But um, but yeah, he, he he's been flashing a lot. Cam Kitchens himself said that he's been trying to call him out. You know, like like the freshman's trying to call Cam Kitchens out with with the with the calls uh for the defense. And I'm like, damn, are you serious? Like this dude just got here. He's a just come. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. <laughs> he's over that's over there trying to challenge the all American safety that we got. That that's very that's very interesting. Bold so. and, 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 and you you only could do shit like that when you know your talent is just out of out of out of this park. You feel I me? Mean? Like we, yeah. you know, it's just like really like you know who I am. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I do want to say something about the wide receivers coach Kevin Beard. Like that is a really good hire from Miami. Local guy played on the 2001 team. Went to Playstation High School. He's going to be uh, – and he's got ties to South Florida Express, which is the dynamic 707 team down here. He's going to be a real upgrade um, for the Hurricanes. Um, the, the, and, like, him and in combination with, with the OC, Shannon Dawson, because from what I heard from one of the receivers um, that they've, they – didn't learn anything under Gaddis. You know, that's what I heard. That they didn't that they wasn't learning learning new stuff. Like and after a week of spring practice, they're like, oh, we already learning stuff. We're already already feel like we're getting better. Already after one week in the spring, it's not like this is the middle of fall camp or the middle of the season. They already feel like they are learning more than what they learned from Gaddis. Which, but they probably learning that because, from my understanding, I heard that you know Kevin Beard, like he actually he do the play. He don't just tell them what to do, and like he literally does it himself. Like yeah. he's a player still. So yeah. you know, it's always good when you have someone that's not just telling you, but like physically showing you, breaking a sweat like the players. You feel me? Yeah. Like yo, like. I don't know if it's true, but if it is true, like, look, that that that's a good thing. What I was going to ask you is, you know, we've been spe- speaking on, you know, that Ohio State commit, you know, his homeboy had ties to probably coming to Miami, you know, in um, JoJo Trader and Jeremiah Smith. Oh. Have this have this um, hiring with the Kevin Beard made it any possibilities that we can probably like have him jump ship and then come on to stay on some beach or yeah absolutely man absolutely i mean we we um did get in contact with 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 jeremiah smith you can find that story on kingscounty.com where he likes to hire and he likes the offense too like, I mean, any receiver would, right? It's the air raid. Any receiver would love this offense. Any receiver would love this offense, compared, especially compared to Miami's offense last season. But, yeah, the fact that Kevin Beard is there, he, he thinks that's a great hire. Um, and I think Miami has a really good chance of getting JoJo, just shy of trader, uh, to Miami. Now, Jeremiah Smith, he really has a good relationship with Brian Hartline. And and it's and it's yeah it's it's great it's uh ironic because he played for the Dolphins right but yeah. 
but Ohio State was his alma mater. That that was the school that he went to. So he and then he just got upgraded to the OC. Over yeah, there. man, I heard I heard that 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 um Mario Cristobal was even after him. Like I think last year. In, yeah, in they, they had Carolina. conversations. From what I heard, that they did have conversations, but I guess you know Ohio State just you know they up the offer because I don't think they I don't think Chris Wall was going to hire him as an OC. I think I think he, he wanted him as a wide receivers coach or that what they was talking about at that time. And then Ohio State would just came with the trump card and just said, "Hey, OC, then." <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know so yeah, man, um, that's gonna be tough uh, for Miami to kind of overcome. I think the, what what cures all though is winning. You know, if Miami is balling out of control and that stadium is filled up and and they you know win the ACC or or get close to that, or or just beat Clemson or or Texas A and M because we we got both of those teams on the schedule this season. Um, then anything can happen. Anything can happen, man, because especially with NIL and, and John Ruiz being involved, you know what I'm saying? If, if they have any type of inkling of staying home to the crib, then it can happen if Miami is, like, winning and looks good out there. If they, if they go out there and it's just an average season, like seven and six, then it's not happening. Well, we're going to go ahead and breathe and speak positivity when we speak <laughs> on our sports team. The Canes will do good. We we, yeah. we we hopefully, matter of fact, we will do positive things. We don't know what it is exactly, but um, anything better than last year is yeah. what I'm striving for. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. if we have anything or a semblance of that, then it's always good things. Like you say, you win, you look good. And um, that's going to have um, positive things to happen in the future for the University of Miami if it goes well with the games. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So Miami is on spring break this week, so there's no spring football this week or no spring news, so to speak. So you're chilling, basically. I, I am kind of chilling. Um, it feels like I'm chilling. You know, um, I got baseball game tomorrow. I'll do updates on that. And then March Madness, baby. Let's see if the Kings can pull it out. On Friday, the women's team also in the tournament is going to be on Saturday. Hopefully they can win their first round game. Um, but that's it for this week, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if there's not anything else, you know, this will conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until the next episode. Peace. Peace.